Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So glad you guys are back with us at the House of Refuge. I am so excited. We've been doing a series called Breakthrough. Breakthrough. We talk, it's talking about like breaking through your troubles and breaking through your problems and trying to find your victory in the things of God. The problem is with uh, most Christians today is that we try to live this life and this life is so hard on us that we cannot see our way to our breakthrough. Well, that's what this word in this series is all about. It's about you getting to your breakthrough. In the last series, uh, um, not the last series, but the actual passage we came from when we entered into breakthrough series, we talked about certain principles that get us to the breakthrough. And so it was about believing and asking, getting to the place where you could believe and ask. There's certain things you need to do to get to your breakthrough. It's talked about having our weapons and how our weapons are not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. We can find that in 2 Corinthians, if you want to read it at your leisure, 2 Corinthians, the 10th chapter. Then we talked about there is for is now. That's talking about there is now, right now, no condemnation to those who believe in Christ Jesus. And so there's certain principles you need to have to get to your blessing, to get to your breakthrough, to get to your miracle. We're going to be talking more about that. There's one more principle we talked about, and it talked about I can do all things, not through yourself, not through this world, not through your job, not through your own abilities and your own capabilities, but it's all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens you, who gives power to you, who gives life to you. That's what this is all about. And so we're going to be talking more about that because breakthrough is not only just breaking through, it's breaking through things that you have never been able to get to. Breaking through circumstances, breaking through systems and cultures and barriers. We're going to be talking about that. So our focus today is breakthrough and breaking through the pain. If you have your uh, Bibles ready, get them ready. We, we are going from the Christian Standard Bible. For those who want to uh, receive the word today, it's the Christian Standard Bible, which one we actually utilize. And then we also reference the New King James Version. So get your Bibles ready. Get your hearts ready. We're going to dive right into the word. Today's message is breakthrough, but we're going to be focusing on the pain. Breaking through the pain because some of us have many pains many things that we go through we're going to break down what that is right so pain is what you're going through the physical pain some of us in our bodies are going through physical pain physical ailments physical infirmities there's things that's actually happening to our body that we have no control over well god wants to get you to 
your breakthrough in your physical body. God has a breakthrough for his people if you can just believe it, if you can just receive it. There is also a breakthrough of your mental capacity. There's things going in the mind. There's things that's troubling the mind of the people. And God wants to show you there is a better way to, to, to your breakthrough. It ain't going through crack cocaine. It ain't going to smoking weed. It is not going to things where, where that, that touches your mind, that controls your mind, where you're drinking alcohol, making your own peace and making your own way. We, we need our mind to be sober and vigilant. We need to be uh, 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 totally healed in our mind. And so that's what our breakthrough is all about. And then there's a spiritual breakthrough. Some of us have not been able to get to the things we have wanted and desired in God spiritually. And those barriers have held us back from overcoming to getting to our victory. We're going to talk. We're going to be talking today more about that breakthrough. How do I get to that, Pastor Jay? How do I actually receive that? We're going to talk about some principles. So get your pen and paper ready because we're going to be talking about these things. Things. Pain is what you cannot seem to get rid of. Pain is something you can't seem to just let go, right? Pain, it lingers and holds on. And sometimes it will grip on you. Pain can sometimes confine you and limit you, your capability and can also hinder your capacity, your capacity to grow, your capacity to develop. Sometimes pain can cause and limit and hinder your growth and where you're trying to go. Pain will also, uh, 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 believers, discourage us from doing anything you would like to desire to do. And ultimately, it will cripple you in obtaining the things you need from God. Pain is a, it's, it's a demon. I tell you, pain can be a struggle. And sometimes we cannot shake these things, but through the things of God, through believing in who he is, Jesus Christ, God has a better way for you. We're going to be breaking that down. So then we have to ask ourselves, and I want you guys to ask yourself, the question is, what is my pain? I want you to think about it today. I want you to look and I want you to, to analyze. I want you to just zone in to what is the pain that's actually hindering you and blocking you from your breakthrough. That's what we want to focus on. I want you to put that on the top of your list. Write it, what that pain is or what those pains are. You put it because God got an answer for you, for his people today. So we're going to look right into it. I want you to turn to the book of Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter, chapter 11. Deuteronomy chapter 11, we're going to be reading about uh, uh, verse 26 of the Christian Standard Bible, people of God. We're going to be reading Deuteronomy, the 11th chapter, reading at verse 26, and it reads, Look today, I set before you a blessing and a curse, a blessing and a curse. There will be a blessing if you obey the commands of the Lord, your God, I'm giving you today and a curse 
if you do not obey the commands of the Lord, your God, and turn aside from the path I command you. I'm going to stop right there. See, this, this is what you need to understand. There is a, 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 a divider in the house of God that the light does not go over to the darkness and there's no darkness that comes over to the light. There is a barrier in between people of God, a barrier that keeps darkness out where it cannot harm you. It cannot come nigh you. There is a breakthrough, but see, God wants you to see it for how he written it so you can receive what he has for you today. There is a blessing. There is a curse. You need to understand this because in order to get to your blessing and get on it to, in order to get to your breakthrough, you need to understand how God operates, how he operates. So we're going to talk about that today. And he says, if you do not obey the commands of the Lord, your God, and turn aside from the path, I command you today by following other gods you have not known. See, that's it. When you follow things that's other than God, that's the problem. We're going to focus on that. We're going, to, we're going to break this down. So principle number one, write it down. This is our subtitle. Ask and submit yourself. Write it. Ask and submit yourself. I want you to go to James chapter four. James chapter four. Four. James chapter four. And we're going to be focusing on asking and submitting yourself. There's a port, there's a purpose for asking, and there's a way you're supposed to ask when you what do certain things. We're going to break that down. If, it, if you look at verse seven of chapter four of James, it says, therefore, submit yourselves to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. There it is right there. Submit yourself to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. See, the problem with most of us, and sometimes all of us, and even I have been there many occasions, I have submitted myself to myself. I've submitted myself, breaking that down to my flesh, to the things I want to feel good, the things I want in life, what makes me happy. And, and I decided to put away the things of God. But, the, the, but, but Christ is saying here, if you submit yourself to him and you return away, what's that barrier? Turn away from the things of darkness, separate yourselves from it then the devil will flee from you. Your enemy, your trouble, your pain will flee from you. Let's keep on reading. You desire and you do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight and wage war. This is James, I'm sorry, James chapter four, reading at verse two. Verse two, guys, verse two. I want you to go to verse two. You desire and you do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. 
You fight and wage war and you do not have because you do not ask. See, right there, we are going after things through the flesh. We try it our way through the flesh, through warring, through coveting, through taking, through stealing. We find our way to try to get to our blessing. But the Bible tells me as believers, we cannot obtain what is right in darkness. You cannot get what you're looking for if you're going to walk in darkness. It is the darkness that's hindering you from receiving your blessing. You have to do it God's way in order to receive your blessing. So let's keep on reading. It says you do not have because you do not ask. You ask and you don't receive because you ask with wrong motives so that you may spend it on your pleasures. You adulterous people. So what he's saying here is that we become lovers of ourselves. We become uh, 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 adulterous to God, meaning we find other lovers other than God to get what we need. We go after other things other than the spiritual things of God to receive what we want. And God calls us, and James is calling us, calling us adulterous. That's like leaving your, your spouse for another lover. Christ is married to us. And because he's married to us, he don't want, he's a jealous God. He don't want no other gods before him. We need to be united and in union in the things of God. And when you are in union in the things of God, there is a blessing and not a curse. There is a blessing and not a curse. But when we go choose to go outside of him to things that we want to fulfill our pleasures, there is a curse that happens. So we spin our wheels trying to figure it out and wonder why everything we're trying to do in Christ, working in the things of darkness, does not work. We are being cursed daily because this is the way we practice living our lives. Let's read on. It says, don't you know that friendship with the world is hostility towards God? So whoever wants to be a friend of the world becomes the enemy of God. Or do you think it it's without reason that the scripture says the spirit he made to dwell in us envies, envies intensely? What is he saying? Envies. If he's envy, he's jealous, right? God is jealous. The spirit of God that's in you because you won't go after the things of God. The spirit that's in you is jealous. And jealousy is causing him to get angry with you. It's causing him to be upset with you because you choosing something else other than him. You want to be fulfilled by something else outside of him. And he says he is envied. The spirit of God is grieved and envied because of it. And it says, keep on reading. But he gives greater grace. Whoo, my Lord. He's going to give greater grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. See, you cannot get the things of God until you submit yourselves to him. Until you resist the things of this world and humble yourselves unto, under God. 
It's that submitting. It's that union. It's that humbling that gets you to your breakthrough, that gets you to your blessing where you can receive the things you've been wanting, the things you've been desiring, the things you've been pursuing. God has a breakthrough for the believer. For those who truly believe, those who's ready to serve, those who's ready to submit, the reds, those who's ready to humble themselves, God has a breakthrough for you. And it says, let's keep on reading. Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. He says, cleanse your hands, sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. This is so key. This is so key because, see, the devil wants to be the accuser of the brethren. He wants to let you know that because you are a believer and you sinned, that God will not forgive you, that he would not pardon your sin. But he is a liar. The devil is the accuser of the brethren, and he is a liar. If you have breath in your body and there is life running through your veins, you have an opportunity to repent and God will pardon your sins. And, he, and if you turn away from your wicked ways, not only will he forgive you, but he will heal you. He will heal your land. He will bless you. Your barns, bless your household, bless you on your job, bless you in your family, bless you in your endeavors. God has a blessing for his people, but it takes you humbling yourself under his authority. Now, let's keep going. It says, be miserable and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord. And he says, what? He will exalt you. See, the problem is people don't want to go through anything. They don't want to go through the sacrifice it takes to submit themselves under God, because that would be the hard way for them, for them. It would be the hard way. I, I can't see that because, you know, it's easier for me to go after what I see in front of me because I can I can just turn to the alcohol. I could just turn to the weed. I could just turn to my, my female that I got on the side. I could turn to the man because he he going to comfort me at night. I could turn to him because, you know, I can see him. I can feel him. But you don't touch the things of God in darkness. You don't receive the blessings of God walking in your way. God says, separate yourself this day. Submit yourself. Ask from me and I will give you what you need. I will give you your breakthrough. Your breakthrough is upon you. The day you hear his voice, harden not your heart. God has a blessing for you today. Somebody say amen. Somebody worship the Lord. Somebody give praise to your Abba Father in heaven because he is giving grace to the humble. He's giving grace to those who believe, those who want to receive from him. He has a blessing for you. Let's turn. Let's turn. We're we working on this. We're working on this. Turn to the book of Matthew. Book of Matthew we're still talking about asking and submitting. Matthew chapter 7, reading at verse 7. Chapter 7, verse 7. Matthew. Okay. 
And it says, who among you, if his son asks him for bread, will give him a stone? This is a father analogy that God is giving. This is a father analogy. So he's saying, what a father, who among you, if your son, or check this out, even a mother, if a son came and asked you for bread, who will give him a stone instead of bread? It says, or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake. Who does that? What mother who calls herself a mother, a father who calls himself a father, will give his child a snake instead of a, a fish when he asks for a fish or, or, or verse, uh, bread versus a stone. If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gift, good things to those who ask of him? He's telling you, look, believe in me. If you ask of me and you're doing, you're showing yourself as a child. If you know that you, you belong to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, you know that you are a follower of Christ and you have asked him to come into your heart and you are a child of the kingdom, not of this kingdom of this world, but of the heavenly kingdom. He says, I am your father and I will give unto you. I will give you what you ask. He says, therefore, whatever you want others to do for you, do also the same for them. This is the law and the prophets. That's a, there's a very good point to that because see, it was one thing for God to give to you. He blesses us. He opens the door. You've seen it over and over again where he has grace and mercy and he blesses you. But then we don't return the same blessing to others. See, if we're going to be followers of Christ, we got to not only receive, but also be a giver. Be also be able to give to others how God has blessed us. And we demonstrate that we are children of the kingdom, children of Zion. When we do these, we, we portray and show that we, we can be just like Jesus. Let's go on. Principle number two. We're on principle number two, you guys. It says, who was wounded for me? He was wounded for me. He was wounded for me. That's principle number two. Write it down. He was wounded for me. I want you to turn to the book of Isaiah. Now, I'm going to tell you something about Isaiah. It's book of Isaiah chapter 53, reading at verse one. Isaiah, reading at chapter, chapter 53, verse one. Isaiah, man of God, prophet of, of God had a vision of Jesus Christ before he ever bared the cross. And he saw him for who he was and not even knowing Christ, the Christ, the suffered lamb, believed in him because he saw God open his eyes and showed him Jesus before Jesus ever was. I want you to hear this passage. It says, and I'm going to read it to you. He was who has believed what we have heard and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed. He grew up before him like a young plant 
and like a root out of a dry ground. He didn't have an impressive form or majesty that we should look at him, nor appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men. A man of suffering who knew what sickness was. He was like someone people turned away from. He was despised and we didn't value him. Yet he himself bore our sicknesses and he carried our pains. But we in turn regarded him stricken, struck down by God and afflicted. But he was pierced because of our rebellion, crushed because of our iniquities. Punishment for our peace was upon him and he was and we are healed by his wounds. We all went astray like sheep. We all have turned to our own way and the Lord has punished him for the iniquity of us all. What is Isaiah trying to say? Jesus Christ bore everything. Your pain your suffering, your torment. He knew it. He felt it like a man. He was not regarded. He was not valued in majesty, but he took it for you and that you may receive your blessing so that all you have to do is believe in him and you will get your breakthrough. You will get your deliverance. You will get your healing. Anything you ask it of him, he shall give to you. For he was wounded for your transgression and he was bruised for your iniquity and the chastisement of our peace. Everything we've been through was upon him and by his stripes. We are healed. We are healed. We are healed. The son of God, the lamb, Jesus Christ has healed you today. Keep on going. Principle number three. We're almost finished. Principle number three. We're going to write it down. Affirm your commitment. That's what God is looking for. He's looking for you to affirm your commitment. In order to get to you, your, your, your breakthrough, and your deliverance from your pain of your life, the things that, that has been hindering you. I want you to look, because you wrote it down earlier. You, you wrote down your pain. You state your pain. In order for you to get deliverance of it, God wants you to affirm your commitment to him. Affirm your commitment. And it reads, and I have to read this because you, you need to understand it the way John has, has given it to you. In 1 John, the second chapter. 1 John, the second chapter. We're going to be reading a second here, but it's for your good. It's for your good. It's for your healing. And you will understand when we get to the finish. So hold on. We're almost finished. We're almost done. God has a word for you. In 1 John. The second chapter, reading at verse one, it says, my little children, because that's what we are. 
I'm writing you these things so that ye you may not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous one. He himself is atone is the atoning sacrifice for our sins. And not only for ours, but also for those of the whole world. Mm -hmm. Not just for the believer, but for those who don't believe, for those who have not believed yet, for those who are still walking in darkness. He's the atonement for us all. This is how we know that we know him. If I have come to know him and yet doesn't keep his commands, he is he is a liar. Let me read it again. The one who says I have come to know him yet doesn't keep his commands is a liar. And the truth is not in him. Do you guys hear that? We have to keep his commands. If we're going to get to the things that God has called us to do, we have to keep his commands. It says, and if we don't, we are liars. And the truth is not in us, but whoever keeps his word, truly in him, the love of God is made complete. Mm. It's made complete. This is how we know we are in him. The one who says he remains in him should walk just as he walked. Dear friends, I am not writing you a new command, but an old command that you have had from the beginning. The old command is the word you have heard. Yet I am writing you a new command, which is true in him and in you. Because the darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining. I'm going to stop right there. See, sometimes we need to have a, uh, a, 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 a light switch moment. The light switch moment. When you walk into a room and the it's darkness around you, you need to have a light switch moment where you flip on the light and let the light shine in and let the light illuminate the room that was dark. We need to have a light switch moment. Sometimes I long, oh God, this pain, this suffering, this, this torment, God. Oh God, give me a light switch moment. And doing that, you have to be obedient. You have to be following his command in order to get that light switch moment. Let's keep reading. Amen. Amen. And it says, yet I'm writing you a new command, which is true in him and in you, because the darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining. The one who says he is in the light, but hate his brother or sister is in the darkness until now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Until right now. Until you hear his voice. Yeah, you may have hated your sister. Yeah, you may have hated your brother. But until now, the light is shining in. The one who loves his brother or sister remains in the light. And there is no cause for stumbling in him. Amen. But the one who hates his brother or sister is in darkness walks in the darkness and doesn't know where he's going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. See, sometimes we choose to walk in our own way and we become our own stumbling block from receiving the blessing of God. 
because we don't want to do it God's way. We want to do it our way. And so these stumbling blocks of unforgiveness, this stumbling block of accusations, these stumbling blocks of judgment and not walking in the forgiveness in the light of God has hindered us from receiving our blessing. God's way. We have to reaffirm our commitment to him. Let's get our blessing, man of God. Let's get our blessing, woman of God. Children of God. And it says, but the one who hates his brother or sister is in darkness and walks in darkness and doesn't know where he's going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. I'm writing to you, little children, since your sins has been forgiven on account of his name, Jesus Christ's name. Your sins has been forgiven. Glory to Jesus. I'm writing to you, fathers, because you have come to know the one who is, is from the beginning. I'm writing to you, young men, because you have conquered the evil one. I have written to you, children, because you have come to know the father. I have written to you, fathers, because you have come to know the one who is from the beginning. I have written to you, young men, because you are strong. God's word remains in you and you have conquered the evil one. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the father is not in him. We have to separate ourselves. You want to get to the breakthrough. You want to get to your deliverance through the pain. Some people are suffering right now with sicknesses and diseases in their body. And they cannot break through the stronghold because there's an unforgiveness in your heart. And God's ready to deliver you. He has given his word in you. And you say, Lord, I know I believe in you, but I don't believe in them. I don't believe what they did to me. I can't believe how they have treated me. But God say, I want to heal you now. I want to free you now. All you have to do is come to your breakthrough and forgiveness and I will heal you. I will deliver you from all your sicknesses and all your pain. Somebody say glory to God because he gets the glory. He gets the glory. Hallelujah. And it says for everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of one's possession is not from the father. Yep. He said it. It's not from the father. Yeah. Yo, yo bling. Everything that you got is not from the father because it's of the flesh. He says, but is from the world and the world with its lust is passing away. It will be no more people of God. It will be no more. It's here today and gone tomorrow. It's passing away. But the one, come on now, the one who does the will of God, the one who does the will of God remains forever. Somebody give glory to God. Somebody said, thank you, Jesus. Somebody lift up a high horn to God. Hallelujah. Somebody cry out to God. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus.
us. You will remain forever. Your pain is passing away even now. You feeling healing in your body. You feeling deliverance in your body. Somebody cry out to him and ask for forgiveness. Somebody call up your brother. Call up your sister and ask for forgiveness. Receive your healing today. Receive your deliverance today. There is a breakthrough of pain from the pain. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Somebody say glory to God. This is the house of refuge. We love you. We thank you. And God bless you. Continue to support us. Look us up on Facebook. Look us up on Instagram. God bless you. We thank you. If you like this, go ahead and press like in the like button and we just and become a follower of us. Glory to God. This is the house of refuge. I'm Pastor Jay. God bless you. Receive your breakthrough. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to Jesus.